24 Cross Media. And we are back, G Mac and Winnie, coming at you with another edition of the Outlaw Blitz Podcast. Big fella with your new mic. Let's get dangerous. Let's do it again. Yeah. Take those. Uh, that shit happens, and it's weird. And we were in the middle of something really fucking deep. Yeah. That the uh, video will catch. Yeah. Uh, this recorded version missed that. But you know what? Let's take let's take a turn right now. Uh, we're both in a rut, so to speak. Let's let's get out of that fucking rut, man. Yeah. No, I'm good. Let's I'm be, good. Let's get we're, out of that rut. Whatever. We're good. I want to start off by talking about a fifty-seven to nothing victory. Yeah, that was almost, it was almost like, um, I don't know. You ever get those games where it's almost like, ah, did I even play, did I, did I, did they even play today kind of thing? It, it, was it painfully too easy to watch? No, I mean, we were just playing really well. That's not we, they, they are yeah, playing really well. That's good. Yeah, I mean, uh, he didn't. My son didn't. Boston didn't have necessarily like a a great day throwing the ball or anything like that. Yeah, I mean he didn't throw it bad either. Sure, but some of that running ability really came out. You know what I mean? He probably all his stuff was done in the first quarter. He had probably like eighty five yards and a touchdown in the first quarter. Yeah, but a lot of a lot of uh, stiff arms and. A lot of that old bend you used to see him with the moves and the in and out. You yep. know what I mean? Like, still going north, not not, not going north. Like, he right. gets north. Right. But he gets that where his body's leaning and he, he goes. He gets people leaning away and he's gone, you know. So, uh, yeah, and the Shiree ran the ball well. Jonathan Hernandez ran the ball well. Our defense is just swarming. That's what's up. And then the B team's really finding their gear right now. Which Good. Is, Big. Really big. big because yeah. I remember week one, it was a very big issue that they weren't moving the ball. They weren't playing very well. But that's like we talked about it back then. You're talking about a bunch of kids who probably had never suited up before, had never played actual tackle football. Right. And now they're coming into their rhythm. Now, now it's gelling. four weeks in, a month in, they're starting to really they're gelling. get there. So, uh, you know, good on the coaches. Uh all them coaches getting those kids coached up in that short of a time. That's good. And I saw the in role reversal. I was at the varsity game yesterday and saw yeah. a win. You saw. I know you were fortunate enough to see their first win in the twenty twenties. Correct. It's been a for, three calendar years since right. they've won a game. Right. Twenty twenty so. was a wash and they didn't play. Right. But uh, twenty twenty one was a rough one and it's been rough. But they were happy. You could tell uh, there were no hung heads yesterday. Everybody on that field was having a good time. At one point, that was the game tie. At one point, I'm uh, I'm not sure. When I got there, it was uh, thirteen to six. Okay, it was late in the second quarter. Okay, because I know they took a lead, and that lead was the first lead they've had all year. Right, and they did not relinquish that because they, they scored. They being Liberty scored one time late in the fourth. Um, but the game was already, you know, put away at that point. Okay. 
So, so then, yeah, they never they never had adversity to really overcome because no. they led. No. Yep. I mean, there's still obviously there's always work to do. You watch the films. Yeah. Um, but I'm happy for those. I'm happy for that group of kids. They find. Yeah. Yeah. Like they, you know, here's the thing, I, and I and I've said it. I think to you just talking like, yeah, nobody deserves anything, right? You don't deserve in sports. You earn. You earn it. Yep. Earn it. But if there's kids that deserved it, it's the kids that stuck it out all this time. Right. They stuck it out for four years of losing, and they finally win. You know what I mean? You know, you, you've had you had a group of kids where Boston was in the group where he lost the whole year, lost the seventh grade year. Right. You got all these kids lost a year. Right. And then you have the other group that lost potentially if they were going to be ninth graders playing up, lost a year of varsity ball. Mm-hmm. That's when they were still a JV program, blah, blah, blah. But, um, yeah, it was nice to see. It was nice to see. Uh, yeah. It's good. It's good that they got to win. I will say you're right. Again, with the, um, the crowd, um, there was, more, I, I, you know, when they were scoring and stuff, but it still is like a very golf clappy, yeah, silent crowd. Yeah, or they clap at the dumbest parts, mm. like a gain for twenty five yards. You're clapping that they made a tackle. It was a twenty five yard right gain against you. Right. What 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 are we doing here? Yeah. No, you're right. I I don't know, but it's hard to just <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah, it's like I said, it was a beautiful day. They got two weeks left. Hopefully they can. Yeah, hopefully they round out the year. A little little something, you know, they finish strong. Uh, Did you happen to see the Tennessee Alabama game? I did not. Well, Alabama Uh, lost. Thank God. And old Rocky Top, the entire stadium emptied onto the field, tore the goalpost down, took it to a bar. The goalpost? Yeah, the goal the goalpost <laughs> went to a bar in downtown Knoxville <laughs> with all the kids drinking. And then at the end of the night they uh they discarded it in the Tennessee River. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Forty something like whatever, they run a thirty forty something yard field goal, boom. Or wait, what was it? Thirty three forty yard field goal. Forty yard field goal, second it goes through. Hundred thousand people singing Rocky Top while running on the field. That's awesome. And they got they got videos. Well, I'll get to that later in the rap, my rabbit hole. But uh, Peyton Manning on the field after the game, lighting a stogie. That's what's up. Because he went he went to Tennessee. So good. Yeah, uh, awesome game. More upsets. Syracuse though, right? won over NC State too. Yeah, huge. Both both. Um, I don't I don't want to put this in the universe because it'll come back and fuck me. <laughs> but I'm just gonna say this: I've been to three college stadiums in this calendar year. All three teams are six and zero. Oh. All right. Bowl eligible. There you go. So, Good all three you. teams are bowl eligible right now. That's awesome. Coastal finally lost the game. They lost yesterday. How bad? I, I don't know. I just saw that the six unbeaten teams lost yesterday. Wow. Listen, I love parody in sports, though. It makes it interesting. I do, too. And anybody that says that the and, the, and college football, I was going to say NCAA, college football is overrated and they don't get in, they don't like it. They're idiots. They're idiots. Are there blowout games? Yeah, there's blowout games because there's thousands of colleges as opposed to 32 NFL teams. But you're never going to get an experience like a college game. Correct. Ever, in my opinion. I agree with you 100%. In my opinion. Been to two Division I 
schools right. to watch games, and the differences are enormous. Yeah. Um, Marist is cool. Don't get me wrong. It's fun to go to Marist. But Coastal was its own totally different thing that I've never seen. Yeah. You've been to Penn State, which is yeah. even bigger than that. Yeah, 107,000 I was Yeah. the day I was there. So it's it's wild. It really is. Yeah, it's and the it's tailgates. Like, yeah. Dude, we went to a tailgate, and they had an app. And you just ordered your, your if you didn't have food, <laughs> I ordered like chicken wings and just put in your parking spot and they drove up on a golf cart and gave you your chicken wings and your and your tailgate food. That's crazy. So wild to think. That is awesome. What a business. Yeah, that that's the business we should have. What a business. That is awesome. That that we should just travel like pick like a couple schools and you just that that's is what you a do. cool ass business. That's a great smart idea. business. Yeah. Most definitely. You know what they make in a can you imagine a whiteout game what they uh, make for that day? Disgusting. And you're not serving alcohol. You serve Pepsis and Gatorades and waters. Yep. So you don't have to worry about a liquor license. You're just solely doing ribs, wings. And you're maximizing your dollar that you pork. make, too. Right. Because you're, you're buying that stuff for pennies on the dollar. So yeah. that's awesome. Yep. Good stuff. Yeah. Did, did you, uh, you wanted to start before we do our top five and all that? You wanted to start with a segment? Yeah, let's let's break into it. It's, uh, we've always talked about having some stuff that we could pander back and forth. And uh, it's a version of cap, no cap, but it's going to be a statement. Okay. And then you're going to tell me if you think it's cap or no cap and why. And I've got five. Okay. Number one, the days of run-heavy football are over. Uh, I, I was, I was, my brain wasn't not functioning. Uh, are you saying... Like, are you run. saying percentage-wise, like, schools that do versus schools that don't? I'm going to say, as, as a general rule of it used to be used to run a setup. No pass. cap. No cap. You think that's true? I think that's true. Okay. 100% think that's true. I think everybody and their brother is so enamored with throwing the ball constantly. Do you ever see a point where we make that circle and go back? Yes. Yep. Okay. Because what's going to happen is I already sh- I already told we we talked about this a little bit when I went to Michigan over summer. You have all these kids that throw the ball like uh, in these seven on seven stuff, and the ball is always low. Yeah, and and piss missiles. Everybody was just firing the ball like this high. The second line got out there, they couldn't throw. Right. So if if your whole if your whole process and progress is all year long, you're going out there and you're just playing seven on seven, no line, no line, no line, no line. It's all passing scrimmages, whatever. Once you get out there, it's gonna it's gonna hurt. Eventually, it's gonna hurt you. Right. Batted balls, interceptions. Batted balls, interceptions. Okay. Uh, number two. If this comes back on, uh, streaming services have taken away from traditional cable television. No cap. Agreed with you. Hundred percent. Yep. Um, you know, and and cable was dumb. Cable in any form of it was dumb. If they were smart, they would have dropped their prices a little bit, and they would have kept a lot more people. Yep. Now it's but it got monopolized like most other things. Too. Right. Case in point, I watched the entire season five of Cobra Kai in two days. Yeah. If there's a season six, I don't know if they're writing one or not. I gotta wait a year and a half now. Mm-hmm. 
if you were watching it on TV as a weekly episodic show, you got to wait. You're going to see that go away, though. The the weekly episodics or the I think all episodes more, of one I shot. think more people are just moving away from TV in general. In general. Which, here's the funniest thing. When we didn't have computers and we didn't have phones in our pocket and the internet in our pocket, right? Mm-hmm. You had time to do all this stuff. Now, people claim they're always so busy, they don't have time to do anything. Yeah. But they're watching more. You spend more time. I bet you the, I bet you the amount of time on the shitter quadrupled. That would be my guess. Because, because you're, you're on your phone. Because you're on your phone. A game, you're streaming on, something. You're right. watching TV. You're watching a game. Whatever it is. Yeah, I agree. Uh, let's see here. Number three. Online shopping and tech-based delivery services have drastically changed the holidays. No cap. That's 100% true. We've talked about this. We used to go out we used to go there. out and go Christmas shopping together. Right. The kids, the whole deal, the wives, the whole the whole right. enchilada. Yeah, I remember going Easter shopping with Jen yeah. for stuff. Yeah, and we used to all go out and shop and now you just order shit and it ends up at your door. But even think of like things like Halloween, going out and searching and picking that perfect costume. Right. I think Halloween people mostly still go. I hope. But it's a pop up store. Like right. what what do you think spirit makes? In in six weeks from September to end of October. Oh, it's got to be gross. It's got to be per per pop up probably half a million dollars. Oh, I bet you more than that. I I would imagine more than that because think about it. There's only one right, and you're getting like the whole probably eighty percent of the county comes in to that one. Yeah, yeah, and there's only one per. Probably fifty square miles. Right. So you're drawing them from the the depths. I'm saying of that one, the one that we have in Kingston. I bet you, I bet you that does a few million dollars in sales. Yep, and they, they stay right through the, into the holiday season, and they make it to where they're selling stuff. Because if you go in there, yeah, they have costumes, but they have all the accessories, they have toys, they have right. So their clearance, they're cleaning up again a second time. Yeah, and yep. then unloading their. their uh, Candy and whatnot. So, all right. uh, Number four. Generational talents in movies and music are a thing of the past. I think that's Cap. Okay. Like. I think we're in a lull. In in what? Explain explain why you think we're in a lull. I mean, I can say all this, but like a Sinatra, um, Madonna... Michael Jackson, these are talents that recorded, you know, music in some aspects five or six different decades. I mean, I think we're seeing the tail end of it with bands now, Aerosmith, The Stones, who've been around since the 60s. But I don't know that current day bands are going to have the longevity that those bands had. Yeah, but that that's a product of the time a little bit. But I thought I thought you meant like, like I was gonna say, Justin Timberlake. Timberlake is a multi-faceted. He, right. he does movies. And, yeah, he does and music. He could, he could be, and he's been around since the '90s. Right. He, and we're in a 2020s. So. He could be the the example against that. Right. Um, Britney Spears is another one. Been around since the '90s. But has she really done anything recently? She's always in tabloids a lot. Yeah, I mean, but she's been around. Um, you know, I I I think I don't think I was on grand of a scale. 
as what it was. Okay. But I still think there's going to be people that are generational. Like, I could see Sean Mendez being around forever. Not forever, but his music. He's He started Justin Bieber, for Christ's sake. He was a kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and here's he, 20 years later, he's 30, but he's still. My point with, the, with this question was, I think more of, again, saturation of the markets. You've got all of these talent shows that are on television now where people are getting music deals left and right. Yeah. Streaming services make it to where you can put your own music out. And acting, like, do you consider Snooki an actress, even though she was on a... Fuck no. No. But TV is littered with these people now. Right. Which waters it down a lot more, which I think in turn is going to make it harder to find those generational talents. But the cream will rise to the top. I would say for our generation, like Leonardo DiCaprio, is probably going to be a generational talent. Yeah, yeah. Or I mean, he is well, some... certain certain of the arts. Yeah, Johnny Depp. Yeah, you know what I mean. But what young? But here's the thing: name a young actor right now that's like the next. I can't, and that's part. Like of everybody the thought, everybody thought the kid from uh, Forrest Gump was going to be, and and then he did Sixth Sense and really other name. Right. What's he done? Yeah. You know, but we're yeah. I don't know. We're wherever. You got to you got to think it, it. It probably goes with. Um, probably goes with the generations being we're a very nostalgic generation because we had no internet to we're probably in the biggest um technology boom right now generation because we lived like we were teenagers as pagers came in and then cell phones and then you know and then the internet in our late teens uh and then and then we saw the evolution from to the internet where, in your hands in our 20s. Right, but where our kids hold, held the internet in their hand right... When they were born. Right when they were born. And Google was right when they were born, you know, right. like, from then on out. So we're very nostalgic where they're not going to be. Yeah. Right? That That's... Does that hurt? That hurts it, though. It can hurt it, but I think... I think you're going to still see certain... Certain... Uh, actors, musicians, whatever, be generational. You just think it might be on a not as grand of a scale. But but we think it's in a grand scale. When you think about it, tell me the guys from the 60s that were big. But, what do you mean, like bands? You know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you're, you're, you're thinking there's, like, Frank Sinatra. But that was a time frame. Yeah. Out of the thousands of people that did it, you're, you're only going to name me four or five that really... I guess. I mean, yeah. I mean, bands would be easier. I'd say that the Doors, although their time frame for actual music was small, the Beatles the same way. Right. Um, Every generation thinks the new generation's music sucks. Yeah, it does. You're right. You're right. So you know what I mean? Like our kids' kids are going to be like, your fucking music was terrible, and we're going to be like, yeah, theirs was. Ours was great. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and then. The generation after that finds ours great again. Yeah. Well, Boston's listening to a lot of 80s rock right now. Yeah. And it blows my mind. Like, it's awesome. Like, well, what's going on here? But he doesn't, he can't stand 90s alternative rock. And I love that. Yeah. Which is weird. And it was, and that was talking about, you're talking a five-year period there where there was such a boom. Right. And then it was gone. Right, and you still haven't watched that thing I told you to watch. I have not. <laughs> and that's huge about our generation, yeah. really. Number five. 
And this was sparked by Bronny James getting a shoe deal. Mm-hmm. Allowing sponsorship deals to high school, main, I, I want to say mainly high school, but some college students will be detrimental to their careers and their industries. Uh, no cap. It, when... <laughs> You're setting Bronny James is 17 years old. He has a shoe deal with Nike, and nobody's ever trended him to be his father. Right. So, so here's the thing, right? It all it all comes down to marketing, correct? So there's a there's an eight year old on the internet right here uh, playing streaming Minecraft that makes eight million dollars a year. That's marketing. So. On that aspect, I don't, right. But I think where where it's going to hurt high school players and players in general is you're not when you when you can make that much money outside of something. Why why be great at basketball or baseball or football? Right. Or, where where's the drive? You're making you're making more money off of deals as a high, like they got kids coming into college that are making eight million dollars a year. Now you're going to the NFL where, you know, a guy that's played five years and is trying to get his second contract isn't even making that. Right. So this guy who's going to be a bet, like, <clears throat> I don't know. I just think, like, people that are, you're dedicated to your craft. And if you're a boss. Where now, it doesn't matter. If you're a 17-year-old with a shoe deal and four years from now, you're a ninth guy on the bench for a Division One college program who isn't that good. You didn't pan out. Right. How long before corporations say, "Man, we're fucking up. We got to stop this. We got to wait till we have proven commodities again to put money behind." Right, but I bet you, I bet you, in the history of time, like you're gonna always think of Jordan. He made it. You know, right. you're always thinking of the ones that made it. How many failed? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it wasn't Telfair. Didn't he have something big behind him? And he didn't really. I mean, he made it, but well, he didn't make it. They, well, Telfair, they did. ESPN really got behind him through the Fire series. Right. Was him playing through high school and then getting drafted. Now he's in fucking prison. But. But that's what I'm saying. I bet you there's a Kwame, lot more stories like that out there. Kwame Brown essentially had. You know, for like a five or six year NBA career and has a ring because he played with the Lakers as a reserve. Mm-hmm. But because Jordan put all of his stock in Kwame Brown when he was with the Bobcats? Bullets. Uh, what are they now? Washington. Well, I thought it was Charlotte Bobcats. Wizards. Right? He was a coach and GM. Then he, then he ended up going to be in the gym for the Bobcats. Yeah. Um, put all that stock in Kwame Brown, and Kwame Brown came out and was nothing. And that, that crippled that kid. Right, right off the bat, Michael Jordan said you were everything. You're really not that good. Now he's got this stigma, and he never got to be anything better than what he yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but he probably also generated X amount of dollars for himself that he never would have if he didn't pan out with that behind him. True. True, because now, now you have a story to tell, and you sell that down the line. Right. You know, I, I think of where, you know, the boat was missed on guys like Tim Tebow, who totally would have deserved sponsorship deals. Right, but have you ever heard his opinion on that? No, it's he probably said, the opposite. He says if there's anybody who should have, who could have um, monetized their name in college and didn't, he said it, it could. And he told off Stephen A. Smith basically, and he said it's me. He goes, I. He goes, and nor did I want to, right? Because I always dreamt of playing for the Florida Gators. And winning a national championship. He said, 
any any attention that that got my school, that was only better for me right. because it got the funding for the school. Yep. These guys, it's 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 a thing of where it's it's me, not we. It's all about the I now, my brand, my brand, my brand. Yeah. Right, and it's not about let me be better. Right. How do I make myself better? It's how do I brand myself? If Lamelo Ball and the older brother that was already in the league already, Lonzo, Lonzo. weren't who they were and didn't have that asshole of a father. Leangelo would be in the league already. He's a decent player. He he really is a solid basketball player. But the bar is so high because of how good LaMelo is, and people are so turned off by the way the father acts. But this kid this kid's getting frozen out of the league. I hear you, but the father also created something that made you know, Right. It's too it, it's, 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 it's a double sided sword. It's, right. sword. it's no different than the Kardashians. Right. 80% of the world hates them, but t- but they tune in with the 20% that love them and buy their shit. Yeah, it's true. I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Like, that that ball guy, I couldn't stand him. Couldn't yeah. stand him. But if he was on, I listened because I just wanted to be like that fucking asshole. <laughs> it's like they say in wrestling. Um, he talked so much shit and he wasn't. As he, long as it, it, whether it's positive or negative, if you're getting a reaction, you're making money. Well, it's what they say in, in like, world, right? No, no press is bad press. Right. So, I don't know. All right. There's my top. Uh, there's my uh, cap no cap for the week. All right. Well, we'll that'll load us right into. Five, four, three, two, one. Uh, top five this week. The top five stores that don't exist anymore. Yeah, I like this one. <laughs> I know you would like this one. This was a fun one. Do you have any honorables? I don't. I'm just going to jump right in at number five. I only got one honorable. Was I thought Kate. we do those at the end. Okay. That's just fine. in case it's on somebody's oh, list. Oh, that's true. Good point. Good point. Uh, my number five, Wings in Cape Cod. Love that. Love that store. I know. It was just, and it was personal to me. Yeah. And, well, and I'm sure you. Yeah. Uh, we've, we've made many trips over there. You go over there, you get like the new chair, whatever the new beach towel yeah. was. The Walk, walkable cool the shirts. Yeah. Um, the kids every year, we'd always stop there. Like the night we got into town, we'd go over and we'd stop at wings, see what's up. Yep. All cool little, you know, gifts, whatnot to bring back yep. the Cape Cod stuff. But it doesn't, the, the one year we went there and all of a sudden it was gone. Yeah. It was tore down. I was that, that pissed me off. That was like, yeah, a, I, I drove up and down 28 probably three times thinking, did I miss it? Right. Uh, it was uh, right by salty. So right. And walk. then I realized, shit, yeah. it's just not there anymore. Yeah. Just gone. Yep. Um, yeah, damn, that's a good one. Number five, wall bombs. Wall bomb, yeah, yep. That was my grandparents' grocery store. Yep. Every Thursday, my grandmother would pull in the driveway. My grandfather and I would go outside and get in the car, mm-hmm. and off the grocery shop we went. They had the best magazine section. Yep. And my grandfather sampled more unsampleable foods there <laughs> than anywhere else. So. Yeah. Hey, hey, they got sample cookies. Meanwhile, he just tore open a pack of Oreos and threw them back on the shelf. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Man, was he, he was a fuck. He was cheapskate, huh? Oh, yeah. He used to tell him. If, he always had some kind of scam going on. We told him if he, had a, if he opened his wallet, the presents on dollar bills, put sunglasses on. That's really? That's how like, oh, yeah. Really? Well, next time we talk to Honocletus, ask him about Starbucks in Buffalo. So I'm assuming Grandpa was a part of that. Yep, it was my father, Danny. Meyer and uh, my grandfather went out to Buffalo to see Jets and Bills. Grandfather 
decides he's going to pay for coffee one morning. Yeah. So they order, and I think he gives my father a $10 bill. My father looks at that. He's like, you got another one? He's like, well, what do you mean? It's just coffee. Uh, yeah, we're he, does, Starbucks he doesn't know what Starbucks is. Right, yeah. yeah. He finally adjusted that down the line when Duncan moved in the area. In Socrates, he would go over there and get his coffee, but... Yeah, total cheapskate. Love the death, but total cheapskate. Jesus, yeah. Uh, number four, The Wall. Another awesome store. It was somewhere in my teenage years you would go, and that was one of the places you first saw, like, um, headphones, and you could try out, like, a CD. Did you want to buy it? Did you not want to buy right. it? That's right. You press the button, and you yeah. could listen to some songs. Right. You They had all the stuff in that section. You, you'd scan it, yeah. and then it would play. Um you know, you went in there. There was always music playing. Some maybe sometimes you were in there and you're thumbing around for a record, a tape, yeah, or a CD, and you heard something that was being played, and you're like, "Man, this is pretty cool. This is catchy. This is new." You didn't have all this stuff at your fingertips for, like, that's what kids don't understand. Right. You went in and you took your time, and you looked through things and you tried things out and whatnot. That's where the anticipation um, was awesome, and now that's gone. Like you used to. Counting down weeks for record releases. Yeah. Now it's just there. Right. Um, and the wall, what I loved is the little blue sticker. Yeah. If yep. you broke, if the, if the tape broke or the CD got scratched, you brought it back and gave you a new one. They gave you a new one, yeah. That was good shit. Yeah, and and it was just, it was just uh, you know, rec- record stores in general. Like, yeah. think about in our generation, they made movies about record stores. Right, Empire Records. Right, and and other and other movies like um, uh, was it sixteen not sixteen candles or uh, Pretty in Pink? Okay, they worked at a record store. Yeah, yeah. Like that shit don't exist anymore. No, no. Good times, man. Uh, number four, Kmart. Yep, was a big Kmart guy. Uh, a lot. It's funny because looking at the looking at my list, most of them revolve around my grandfather. Uh, what he steal from Kmart too? <laughs> no, <laughs> but in the Kmart when it was in the mall, yeah. On occasion, we would get up there and go to breakfast at the little uh, cafe in the back. Yeah, they had like the little two ninety nine scrambled egg hash brown and toast breakfast. We would go up there. And do that. And that's where he went and got most of any time he needed to get something for the car with an air filter, an oil filter. Yep. I uh, got to go to Kmart. Let's get in the car and go. But Kmart in the blue light specials and layaway. Blue light specials. Blue light specials and layaway. Layaway at Kmart probably saved us five or six Christmases because we were able to put it on and pay it off. Yeah, slowly. especially when you don't, you're younger and you don't have money and you got kids. Yep. Last Kmart I was in was in Hyannis. Uh, Cape Cod. Yes, I do remember that Kmart. I yeah, it was right across too. from the Christmas tree shop yep. mall yep. thing there. Yep. That's probably the same one as I last one I've been into as well. Yep. Uh, my number three, Caldor. Much higher on my list. All right, we'll talk about it then. Okay. My number three, KB Toys. Uh, not on my list, but I definitely miss me some KB Toys. Now, did you always go to the mall one, or did you ever venture to the Kingston Plaza KB Toys? The Kingston Plaza KB Toys was the shit. It, they had everything the mall didn't. Yes. Because it wasn't picked over. Right. Yep. Yep. And, was, I, and, and I think it was a bigger store, too. It was a bigger store. Yeah. Like twice the size, I think. Yep. Yep, KB was good, man. You, I just distinctly remember going to that one down in the plaza. It was probably like... Probably like halfway down the first section. Like if yeah. OTB's down here, it was more down the other yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, like, were you a G.I. Joe guy? Yeah, a little bit. 
Transformers? Did you did you collect anything specific? Um, Jesus, what were the um, the five of them made one big Voltron? Voltron, yeah. Uh, there was nothing like going into an aisle, and you look down, and you're like, oh shit. I never saw that before. That. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's a new one out. Yeah, yeah. Yep. You're going go there on like a fresh G.I. Joe. Day. I, I was a big Star Wars Figures. guys. The Ewoks yeah. and this and that. Yeah. Yep. Seeing a freshly stocked shelf was awesome. I, I probably have thrown out some, somewhere in the hundreds of thousand dollars worth of <sighs> shit that it would be valuable now. Like people are like, oh, this sold for. I'm like, I had that. Yep. They're like, there's a special Darth Vader or Yoda that you had to send away for that right. I sent away for yeah. and had. Yep. And my Joe parents still. are like, ah, fuck it. G.I. Joe had mail-ins for Sergeant Slaughter. Yep, and I had him. And the refrigerator, William Perry. Yep, yep. And, so. and I, I, my favorite G.I. Joes were the two twins that had the scar in the opposite eye. Yeah, do you remember their name? I don't. Was it like Rex and something? Oh, God. Well, by the end of the show, I'll look it up. I know there was, it was the same name reversed. Yeah. Like Eric and Kyra or some yeah or yeah something yeah like that. yeah I thought I thought it was like Rex and Tex or something like that I don't know, but anyway um, was yeah. that me or you oh uh, uh, you said KB toy okay yeah. so it's me yep. uh, number two James Way my number two as well uh, so if you're if you were in Saugerties here uh, that was our go to spot yeah that was the go to place to be that's where I would always get my new LJN WWE WWF wrestlers. Um, all the time. Uh, you get a shirt. You'd hide under the clothes racks. Whatever the shit you used to. Do. Oh, this, that's right. That. What <laughs> tactics did you have? Would you go, what? Would you leave sections completely and yeah. hide something elsewhere in the store? And yeah, yeah, go yeah. Back for it. Yeah. Yep. You'd be like, oh, and you'd you'd have X amount of minutes to convince your mom to buy you that, and you'd have to hide it so somebody else didn't buy it. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh God, I miss those days. Yeah. James Way was the shit, man. And. I can never forget the um, Ryan Beck James way. For Mike I Tyson, never, I never went for Mike Tyson's punch out. Oh yeah, yeah you said <laughs> that. So funny side note, James Way gave me probably the worst beating of my life. Oh boy, uh, a bunch of us from the park decide to ride our bikes out there. I buy, I we're all there. I buy a baseball, some gum, whatever. We're going to leave. Somebody we went to school with steals. Steals. Oh shit! Two guys already are leaving. Like I'm, I got a receipt. I got a bag. Somebody that we went to school with steals from there. They grab the the three of us in the in, that's left. Yep. Like my one of my my sisters had to come pick me up or whatever, oh, and then boy. they're like, "You better, my you know, my mom's like, you better get your ass in that room and wait till your dad gets home, kind of thing." And but and you did nothing wrong. No, and I had I had a I had a baseball and a receipt in the bag and the whole deal. My dad didn't want to hear that shit. No way. You were part of somebody that was stealing, you fucking criminal. You you're you're a scumbag. Yeah. So I'm waiting so long, you're so nervous. I go to sleep. Well, I woke up to a fucking beating, bro. I mean Damn. a beating. Like I went from sleeping to on my feet getting the shit beat out of me. Oh boy. To who the fuck do you think you are? A, why are you there? Like three, yeah. four miles away on a bike. Yeah. And B, you're going to steal? Who? And pillar to post. Jesus. And then here's the bag of stuff I bought. And then what was said? You still shouldn't have been there. 
Yep. Still always my fault. I hear you. Oh, man, that sucks. Yeah, but it happened. I can remember uh, going in there on graduation day, getting golf balls to go hit in the woods up at Derek <laughs> Fallon's house. Yeah. We were all absolutely wasted on Milwaukee's Beast. Oh, I was going to say Zima. <laughs> no, and he only had right-handed clubs. Yeah. And I'm lefty, so I'm trying to swing right-handed. You know I can't do anything opposite hand. Right. So I take a wicked cut with a nine iron, and I caught him in the side of the neck. Ooh. And it left the head imprint in his neck. He's like, man, if I wasn't so drunk, we'd be fighting right now. <laughs> <laughs> so James Way was a good spot, man. Always a good spot. All right, my number one, J.C. Penny. I did not really think you'd have that on your list. Really? Yeah. Why? I don't know, because it's a clothing store. It's just... Yeah, but J.C. Penny had everything. Well, I bought jewelry there. The JCPenney Christmas catalog. catalog they always had key. good NFL swag and college swag that you couldn't yes. get. Um, Levi's was big in that store. Yep. A lot of clothes were bought there. A lot of presents were bought there. Yep. Um, the, the, everybody waited for the JCPenney Christmas catalog or Sears Christmas catalog, late, whatever. Late August, early September, that shit would be in the mailbox. Yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. And, and you know, when you got to be about 13, 14, you w- looked at the bra and panty section of it. That's right. I, I, I see nipple. But yeah, JCPenney was a, it was a great store. Like, it you, was. you could get every, you could buy a leather jacket there and you could buy, a, you know, a decent, you know, Gold necklace, reasonable. Yeah. Uh, the swag for sports teams were fi- great yeah. there. Yeah. You had, like you said, the catalog had so much stuff that you could order, and that was easy because you would call it and then go there to pick it up and pay for it right there. Right. Um, I remember getting at least a th- two or three <clears throat> pair of like Nikes that you couldn't find in a regular store. They were only in the JCPenney catalog. Yep. So yeah, that was yeah, that's a good spot, man. Uh, number one was also on your list down a little bit. My number one was Caldor. Yeah, another thing. Uh, it, I didn't much have a lot of money growing up, so yep. Caldor was a lot of school shopping there. James Me Way. too. James Way and Caldor, bro. Caldor did a lot. A lot, a, lot. a lot of summer shopping in Caldor. Yeah. And Caldor was one of them weird stores, man. It had fucking video cameras, music. Every, it had everything. A little bit of everything. It's kind of, it was kind of like a Walmart, but better. But I, yeah, I think, by, uh, I think better for sure. Um. One thing that Caldor was for me was ended up being generational because not only did I shop there as a kid and a teenager, but Christopher's first two, maybe three Christmases, we did most of our shopping in Caldor. Yeah. I remember finding the last Tickle Me Elmo on the shelf. And there would be fights over them things back in the day. So, yep, Caldor lasted a couple generations, and uh, it's sorely missed. It was a good story. I know. It's, it's, yeah, there's stores that you just missed. I, if there was going to be an honorable mention I almost put on my list was the Mount Mary Market. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I'm like, ah, nobody would know what that is, but yeah. The the day of the corner store, the day of the neighborhood corner store is pretty much gone. Yeah, but probably here in the country, us country bumpkins, but I bet you the bodegas in the city. Oh, kill it. That's that's right. still there. That's not leaving. That's a staple of communities. It is. The, by us, that's it's Driving not nearly. Last weekend when I dropped, I had to drop Carly off down at Kingston Point for a family function she had going on. Driving past, there's still like a little like deli in yeah. Bukaki, which is like your little Italian neighborhood store. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, man, those they're, they are missed. Yeah, I, it, they are. It's just it, in mainstream, it wouldn't make sense. But yeah. 
And I'm sure there's people out here that listen to us that have other stores that they're thinking of. Right. Like, how'd you guys miss Sears? I used And Sears could have been on the honorable right. mention. I used to go and get tents, tools, clothes, uh, video, ca- whatever would be uh, at Sears. Car stereo stuff. Washers and dryers throughout the years. We did all kinds of shit at Sears. Everything. You know, Montgomery Wards, I was never a big Monkey Wards person. Me neither. Me neither. In fact, when it came down to appliances... Uh, one was like Whirlpool, the other one was Frigidaire. Like that yeah. was their store. And my grandparents, both sides, always leaned towards the stuff that Sears sold because Sears' warranty was always much better. Yeah, and they had the service people that would come service it and whatnot too. Yep. They had a service program. So, yep. yeah, that was a cool top five, man. It was it was enjoyable to like get nostalgic and, and why you chose these spots. Yeah, you know what about them made made them missed. We went to our mall. Obviously, we didn't miss them too much because they don't fucking exist anymore. Yeah. Went to our mall last night for 10 minutes because Carly wanted to run a GameStop to get some stuff for her uh, whatnot sales. It's it's sad. It's so sad. There's nothing in that place. No. You know what one store I do not miss? I do. I do in a way, but I do not. What? Fucking Radio Shack. Yo, Radio Shack was. They that always spot. had the weird shit that yes. you couldn't find other spots. Yes, absolutely. But they always wanted to sell you batteries with everything. And everything, they were slightly overpriced because they knew they were the only show in town that sold that yeah. weird shit. I, I'm. I need a headphone jack. Right. Yeah. Would you want some C batteries with that? Why the fuck would I want C batteries with that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Always. They're always trying to fucking sell you batteries. It was. It was terrible. Agreed. All right. Let's move along to All right. This week, five crazy questions presented by GMAC. There's nothing crazy. There's nothing goofy about these. These are a little heavier hitting. Okay. All right. Number one, when was the last time you tried something new? And what was it? Wow. Um, I'm a creature of habit. You know that. Um, I don't venture off the beaten path on a lot of things. Wow. Uh, Maybe that coffee I gave, that cold coffee I gave you a couple weeks ago? Yeah, but I mean, that's still, still iced coffee. I'm trying to think of like... Maybe last year when I did that kombucha crap. Oh, the tea kombucha thing? Yeah, yeah. that would probably be the last thing I tried that was <laughs> awful. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, you know, food, no foods. You never tried, like, you haven't tried any new foods or anything? No, because, you know, I've like Indian food, I had a bad experience one time. And, and you're good. turned off. Yeah, yeah, yeah I hear you. A lot of restaurants I'll steer away from just because they don't really have a selection of anything that I like. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't say I wouldn't, but, yeah, I would have to be talked into it most likely. Or at an event where somebody had it, hey, try some of this. Yeah. No, I get it. But, yeah, no, it's, I'm just a creature of habit, so it's been a while. Cool. All right. That, that was... All right, number two. Who are you truly behind the curtain? Oh, boy. Like, we always put, you know, you always put out this outward thing of whatever you are, but who are you truly like, what What part of your life do you feel like? I'm an insecure 12-year-old who was always seeking the approval of his father. That's deep, bro. 
It's true. But does it feel better that you verbalized it? Yeah. Yeah, but it took me a long time to come to that realization, too. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, who? You get it? That's what I said. I... I, I'm in a you know, I'm in a weird place this week. Yeah, I could say this. So <laughs> so when I that that hit me, bro. That hit me for you, for you. Yeah. Because I I've known you and I know that about you, but I've never heard you say it. Yeah, it's just you know? it's what it is. Uh, number three, what is the best saying you heard? Like somebody said something, <laughs> and and what is it? What was it? What was it? Best saying? Oh man. Oh no no. What is the best saying you heard? And what? What was its impact on you? Honestly, uh, probably Ed Hearn. Which which one? The, with uh, with the um, the Apple one. Yeah, yeah that 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 had a lot for me. Very recently, I just discussed this with somebody. Yeah, and that had a lot of weight. That was a very impactful statement. You can and, count the seeds in one apple, but you can never yeah. count the apples in one seed. Right. Yeah, and he's one hundred percent right. Right, it's so. You look at the world as such a finite thing, but there, there's so much out there, right? That you don't really, you don't, you don't think. I mean, it was it was a very, very deep uh, statement that hit home when he said it. And now, again, Ed's fighting for his life, right? So, you know, God bless him. He's still putting stuff out on social media at a pretty decent rate. But I mean, if anybody in the world uh, deserves. A chance to keep on going. It's a guy like Ed Hearn for sure. Yeah, yeah. A funny statement that I've heard, and it was on TikTok. It was a dude with a graph. Yeah, and it said the equal the, the um was it the fuck around to find out? Yes, thing? yes. the The amount of finding out is 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 uh the equal to the amount of fucking around. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like that's pretty funny. Was it after they took down the 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 woman with the short hair that was like green and she smacked the cop uh might have been and he's like you see here yes here's the fuck around part yes. and she met it right at the find out <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> and it was that, at 10 yeah. yeah yeah that shit had me dying i thought yeah. that was hysterical all right number four what gets you excited about life like events uh what 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 like like Christmas morning, like what things get you excited about life? Like you, you get amped up like fucking a dude, this is, this is this coming this weekend. I can't wait. Yeah. Whatever. Um, vacations. Yeah. Trips, uh, Wildwood, Cape May or sorry, Cape Cod, uh, going to see my parents, uh, fo- still to this, it'll always be youth football games. I love going to them. Love them. I love them. I love them. Any football game in general. Yeah. Um, Seeing my kids. Can you turn that fucking vi- thing I off? I don't think it's vibrating. <laughs> no, I. Yeah, the kid, the kids. Anytime. Seeing the kids. Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving. I am a huge. Um, yeah, no Thanksgiving for sure because I love everything that comes with Thanksgiving. Christmas Eve. I'm not. I'm not a big Christmas Day guy. Yeah. Just the way my family, like I wasn't brought up on Christmas Day. It was it was Christmas Eve. Right. The build up was Christmas Eve, and yeah. then my dad, being a night owl, he would wake us up at two in the morning because Santa came to our house first. <laughs> so Christmas Day was usually like, uh, Dad, will you put this toy together? No. Yeah. Dad, will you put the yeah later? Yeah. I would say um, Christmas holidays have changed a lot over the years. 
now the kids are older. Yeah. So I would say, look, biggest thing I look forward to now at the holidays is when we go out to dinner. That night's always fun for me. Yeah. Um, so one night everybody gets together. Um, yeah, still vacations. It's still a small thing, but yeah. certain movies, I can't wait to go see a movie in the theater. Yeah. Yeah, like Top Gun for me was was I was, was, I, was I was amped, amped for that. to go see it in IMAX. Like yeah. I, I was like it was an event for me. Yeah. You know, and I got a, and I got a you know, like it was an excitable moment for me. I, I think and maybe you'll agree with the statement, like because it's such a now instantaneous gratification generation, the world in general, a lot of that's robbed from us anymore. Yeah. I agree. Like talking from before. I remember and I was twenty. DMX, the first DMX album to come out, we got the single at work at the a Teletrade, and we're like, man, this dude's awesome. When's the album coming out? Oh, six months from now. We were counting down weeks, waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting, and finally it came out. Waiting for movies to hit the theater. Yeah. Waiting for that first episode. Waiting for... Dude. Uh, waiting to go... Your ex-wife and I waiting for a Harry Potter book release. Right. We right. waited. Yeah. We went to... Her and I probably went to three or four midnight book releases yep. towards the end there. Yep. Went to watch uh, episode three, The Phantom Menace with Bogey at a midnight release yep. in Albany because yep. nobody around here was playing it. Yep. So, yeah, stuff like that. And now it's because everything is on digital. I think me and Ferrara went to a midnight release of one of the Star Wars movies too. It might have been the same. Maybe it was the same one. Yeah. But it was, uh, yeah, it's, it's just a generational. Yep. These kids don't understand what it was like to have to. The the fun, the anticipations, a lot of times, was more fun than the event itself. Yeah, the build up, the build up, the build yeah. up was better. Yeah. Uh, number five, what would you do differently if nobody judged you? Mm, expound upon that. I would dance a lot more. Really. Uh, you know, because ultimately, fuck anybody. Who cares what people think about you, honestly? Right. But somewhere in our innate fucking inner being, people actually, well, for whatever reason, you, you, people that mean nothing to you, you let them shape how you do shit, do stuff. Yeah. Now, like, I can't sing. Right. And I'm fine with that. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, I'll sing in my car a little bit to myself or whatever, yeah. but like dancing, I would dance a lot more. I would, you know, like that's what I mean. Like something like that. Is there anything you would do differently? I would probably, oh man, probably go out more. I've become such a homebody slash hermit over the years. I used to go out a lot more when we were younger. That's a byproduct of what we do though. It is. It's also, I don't like the way I look. I don't want to hear fucking people snickering. I don't want to hear little kids pointing at me. Yeah, 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 yeah. And shit like that. Um, but if they didn't judge you, you'd be out and fuck it. Let's... If nobody gave a fuck, yeah. Yeah. And why do I care? I don't know. Because I'm the right, insecure right. But, fucking but, 12-year-old. But that's how we get it, right? Because right. Because somewhere... We actually do care, right? but we're in a position we're in because we're broken somewhere and we just fucking feed right. 
the bad instead of fighting. Right. Like with, I was the fucking fifth grader bringing uh, Weight Watcher shakes to fucking lunch. Yeah. See, I, I didn't have, so we're different in that aspect, yeah. right? Like you were chunky growing up. I wasn't. Yeah. It was, I, it, was, it, was it was reversed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like now I'm miserable with myself. You know what yeah. I mean? Like uh, uh, case in point, <clears throat> I've been up almost throwing up since like four in the morning. But somewhere in my brain right now, I just want to eat even though I don't want to eat. Right. And I don't know why that is. I understand. And I think I'm just so personally miserable with parts of my life. That's like an, you know, like a, it carries over. Like if you have a part of your life that happens every day that you, you just, you cannot, it just, it's not good for you mentally and physically and whatever, spiritually. Sure. It leaks over to so many other things. Right. Now that, that, that's, that's on me, but that's, I feel trapped. You, you put yourself into a position of comfort, of personal comfort, to get away from rest, the rest of the bullshit. Right, and Whether I isolate that's... myself from everything. Like, when I do this, I get up for these shows. Right. I get up for In the Huddle. I love it. I, lo- I, just, I like talking to people. Right. I like picking brains. Just, hey, let's bullshit, whatever. Yep. That's, all, that's cool. But I hate the way I look on a camera right now because that's not me. You know, you, you saw it when right, I... Right, right. I wasn't the sexy scumbag because I was a fat, <laughs> fat fuck. Yeah. I was a sexy scumbag because I was a sexy scumbag. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I do. I do. I hate the fact that mm, just in a just in a matter of like five years, shit I could do five years ago, I can't do anymore. Right, but that like. There's only I, two people that can change that, and they're yeah. sitting at this table. We're right. the only ones that right. can change it, you know? Like, you know, it's. I remember early in, they're whooping the shit out of the Packers. Good for the Jets. Um, I remember early in football when we were coaching, we used to get out and run the sprints with the kids. I remember you jumping and doing that that straddle jump or whatever it was where you touched your toes and it was in the paper. Yeah. And you were like fucking three and a half feet off the ground. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I had a vertical. Yeah. Um, no, you, dude, you were super athletic. Yeah. And I'm not anymore. And it fucking bothers the shit out of me. Well, we're not anymore. Twofold. We're old. We're, we're not old <laughs> by any we're, means, we're, but we're getting old. We're, we, we're not mobile enough and right. we're not doing the things. Right. If we each drop 50 pounds, we do a lot more. Probably. And we'd probably be much happier yeah. in in that part of our life. But there's still this over-fucking-hang of yeah. another part. Yep. And I think that it's there. there's direct correlation, obviously, between, yeah. between one and the other. It's, I don't know, man. So what would you do differently? You would go out more? I would probably go out more. Or would, you, or would you say, or that's kind of more generalized, would you go enjoy yourself more with, like, lack, with... Uh, Fuck, if nobody's going to judge me, I would go and do me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I would, you know, for a long time, I would have, I'd have no shirt on at the beach or whatever. Oh, Jesus Christ. I haven't done that since fucking high school. But I'm saying, like, you know what I mean? Like, if if I wasn't being judged, I'd dance more. I'd have no shirt on at the beach. Right. That kind of stuff. Where I actually, I envy people who are like us or bigger 
and can fucking go out and rock the fucking Speedo at the beach. Yeah. Because they just don't give a fuck. Right, because they, they truly, your opinion means nothing to them. And they're comfortable in their skin. That's what I'm saying. Like, if, if I'm in fucking Wildwood, New Jersey on the beach, and there's 20,000 people on the beach, I don't know any of them motherfuckers. Right. And what, but, in, 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 and this is where my brain works now, when we were younger and you didn't have this object. Right. Now you could be a meme for millions of people to chime in. Right. Right. You know what I mean? So if, if nobody gave, if I, if nobody cared, you know, I'd do more of that stuff. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's, it's, damn, man. I told you they were going to be deep this week. Yeah. The, um, the whole fucking self-perception. It can, yeah, it, it can, it can, it can weigh upon you. It really can. It can alter everything you do. Right. Like, and this is where it's crazy because I can say in the last year, there's like one time where I felt fine. I felt like me and I was good with being me was when we did the show with the at Wild Wings. Yeah. I don't know if it's because we're, we're our personas that night. We're doing our show. We're doing. Yeah, but our that's thing. who we truly are. Right. We're those guys. Right. We're the like. Think about it. My house was the party house. Right. Always. 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 And that's what I do best. Host. Yeah. yeah. Hey, let's go. Let's party. Let's get everybody together. Let's get. That's what I do best. Right. And and you do best. You know, rip you your your facts. You're in your zone. You're ripping. You're talking. You're getting people going. That's that's your calling. Like, you could sit there with a microphone. I I do not. I can talk to anybody and usually do. Right. Like, I can, same thing. Like, I can get stuff out of people and, you know, talking, but I don't have a voice for this, to do this. You know what I mean? I don't have a look to do this. My brain does this. You Absolutely. Know what I mean? But I don't have the voice for it. Well, like, you, you, got this, you got this, like, buttery, soft voice. Everybody <laughs> always says it. Winnie's voice is so smooth. <laughs> and you do. You could call games, like, that could be your second career. Yeah. You could start being the, you know, the the voice of X. Right. Like you're the voice of the Outlaws now, but you could be a legit radio guy for like a college team or something like that. Like you have that ability. That's probably one of them moments where we're in our element. We're happy. We're us. Right. Yeah, you're right. Doesn't and matter. I don't give a fuck if you're judging us because it's our show. It's right. our night. Yeah. It doesn't matter when we're doing us. It, right. does, it doesn't matter. Right. I just pulled my headphones off. And, and I'm sick. And uh, again. <laughs> the uh, Maybe. Yeah, that's just where, like you said, we're in our element. We're who we need to be. Yeah. Oh. And you're rolling away. Yeah, I'm very well maybe rolling away here <laughs> in a second. And he's turning sideways. Uh, There I go. There he goes with the table. Sick as a dog. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Okay. I shouldn't have moved. I had I, I had the I had the wheel chuck set, <laughs> and I moved, and now I'm fucked. All right, we're back. Yeah, I didn't mean to get super deep on you, but sometimes you're just in them modes to. Yeah, no, it's it's again. Uh, Sal said something to me yesterday that our last probably, I don't know, six or eight shows he's enjoyed more than any anything else because we've been. Real. 
Right. Talking about real people stuff, and it's been enjoyable to listen to. And BGS, thank you. I, I appreciate that. Um, I think these shows are better, to be honest with you. Right, because you're not you're not talking up to something. You're you know what I mean? Right. No, I totally agree. But that being said, I do have another segment. Over and under, over and under, over and under, as we have done before. Was I was I right on the guess? Yes, you are one hundred percent correct. Over and under this week, brought to you by the big guy. Yeah, I'm sorry about not having all the graphics for the bottom of the thing this week, but I'm just uh... over and under. My uh, thought process for this week's over and under was the change of seasons. Okay. Um, and things that you may or may not enjoy because of them. Number one, English muffins. Underrated. Super underrated. Don't have them enough. Under fucking rated. And when you do have them, the pack's gone in a day. Oh, yeah. Hammer. The best. Yep. Have, I love English muffins. How about English muffin pizzas? I was going to say, and even better are the English muffin pizzas. Yeah. Fuck no, and that's yes. why we're fat fucks. That is correct. <laughs> Number two, and I, I partake in this, I would say, probably five times a year, and I enjoy it. Breakfast for dinner. Oh, underrated, Like bro. having pancakes for dinner one yeah, night. Yeah, whatever. I'm not a big pancakes person, um, but like... omelet. Yeah, like whatever. Scrambled egg sandwich. That's something that I absolutely miss. And if I called my mom right now, I would go over, she would make it for me. Scrambled egg sandwich on white toast with ketchup. The best. Oh, my God. It was so good. The best. The best. And you could try to make it like like her mom? Like and, her mom? and never. It's never the same. No, it's not. Never it's the definitely same. not the nope. same. Nope. All right. Uh, number three, scarves. Uh, overrated. Towels. <laughs> yeah, because you use a towel. Underrated. I, 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 use, I use scarves occasionally. Yeah. But I'm such a hooded sweatshirt person that really, very rarely, if it's super cold out, I'll put a scarf on, but other than that, overrated. Not having a neck. Yeah. You don't need the scarves anymore. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the only time I ever do it is like I tuck it in here and tuck it down under my armpits kind of. Yeah. I cross Just them. Just extra warmth. And I get it like up in here, and that's that's the sole kind of reason. Gotcha. Remote start systems. Underrated. And neither of us have it. And neither of us have it anymore. I have- used to have it on the on my Dodge. You did? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, getting in a car because the heated seat would be on. Just just that alone would help. Yeah. Or you know in the I mean? summertime, summertime, it's hard three. And yeah. You get out in the car, it's cool already. Yep. yep. Totally. Hot hands. Uh, underrated. Agreed, but you better buy them from a reputable dealer. Yeah, because if you get them from the fucking Getty, <laughs> yeah. it's not happening. 30 seconds, they're fucking ice cold again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but if you have them, like if you have the true hot hands... And like you get them from dicks or the hunting ones, and you put them like in a pouch or something, Hell it'll yeah. keep that whole area truly warm, toasty. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, a cup of soup, like the the styrofoam cup of soup, yeah. or ramen. Either one. Either one, because they're pretty much the same. Just the way they're served. You know, cup of soup overrated. I think they suck. Really. Ramen highly underrated. Beef, the beef cup of soup I like. I don't like the chicken. Yeah, but I don't, I don't, I don't keep liquid in mine. I drain it out. Do you really? Yeah. You just noodles. Just yeah, just the noodles and the pa- and chicken or beef. I don't do the shrimp. Shrimp's a little yeah. Well yeah. But I do, I do chicken or beef. Chicken or beef ramen. Yo, if you're poor, you can live on that shit. You can. Have yep. you ever done the uh, like the picante beef? 
Mm-mm. Slightly spicy? No. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. You did a hot one last, uh, our first year. Terrible. You Too did hot. our first year here. I did. So bad. S- super hot, too, oh, though. disgusting. Yeah. Hot, yeah. right? It was a hot, just hot? It was hot. It was a chili- It wasn't hot beef? No, it was just hot, hot. It was, you couldn't even read the they were like They were like red-orange when you were done. Oh, it was so gross. Yeah, it was like the, hot That shit. fucking, it, it looked like fake blood that you were pouring yeah, over yeah, top yeah, of yeah. the shit. It was that dark. Ugh. Never again. Like blood orange. Oh, yeah. Knit hats. Uh, underrated. Uh, uh, I'm going to say. Wait, old. wait, wait, wait. Knit hats. Explain. Like. Uh, like winter hats. Like knit hats. Pom-pom hats. Like that one over there? Yeah. Underrated, bro. See? For me, overrated. Because my head shaved. If I have any stubble. It sticks to it. Like fucking Velcro. Yeah. I now I could get a fleece one, like the like old navy will sell like the, the, the fleece ones that are like your shirt. Yeah. No, they're okay. But those I could I could get poles on the inside. I love those fucking hats. I'll wear a baseball hat and a, and a headband more before I wear Well, I wear used to hat. do a headband when I coached, but yeah. a winter winter hat and it has to have the ball on the top. Need the ball. Need a ball. All right. If it's gonna be a full yeah, I don't do skull cap. It has to I be do the that. full deal. Yeah, I do that or a headband. Okay. All right. That's that was what I had for my uh, over and under. Nice. Not bad. Not bad. Let's see. I got one more here. All right. This week's rabbit hole. You got any rabbit holes you were watching this week? Oh, what did I watch this week? I just didn't know if you have one. I I have a few. No, go ahead. Uh, watch when you're trying not to throw up and keeping your mind off of it. You can't just thumb through TikTok because then food comes up yeah. and it makes you sick. <laughs> <laughs> so I watched uh, a shit ton of Ariana Grande on Jimmy Fallon. She's fucking funny. She does a lot of impersonations. She can sing her ass off. Yeah. Uh, I watched this thing where her and... Uh, Kelly Clarkson were doing pop divas and they were going back and forth and doing songs like imitate, like whatever the song was unbelievable talent between those two girls. Oh yeah. Phenomenal. Like Kelly Clarkson did the Whitney Houston song, like substantial. I was like, is she lip syncing this right now? But it wasn't, she was that good. It was that, it was that close. Um, painting cars. I watched a lot of painting cars videos this week and it was a lot of them were the candy candied, like candy red or right. candy metallic red. So like you really see it and powder coating, they powder coat. And then when they bake it, you see it like come to shine. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> I talked about this a little bit earlier. The Tennessee volunteers win the footage, like the, the, all the cell phone footage and TikTok footage from that. Yeah. Like where you see that they took the goalpost to a fucking bar and we're drinking so with the goal. Fucking funny. And and everybody was cool with it. Like 13 people walk in with a fucking whole section of the goalpost and they put it in there and people are just partying with this laying on the bar like in this that's town. So awesome. Yeah, like that's what That's cool shit. That is what football is. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? And lastly, anything Bill Burr. He is he is unapologetically fucking masculine and funny. He is funny. You know? He is funny. I watched um, some more Bo Tower, Yeah. Um, chiropractic stuff. Yep. Um, I watched some more rugs. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. rugs are always there's an always go to, yeah. Because you never, dude. The thing was the color of your the TV. If the TV was off, it's black. Yeah, and it was a white rug with like animal prints on it. I watched that one. I watched that one. I'm like, there's no way. What is in that? By the end of it, you're like, wait a minute. All that was under that rug that came in. I legit thought it was black. Yeah, yeah. I want to know because obviously when they when they do them on TikTok, they're time lapsed, even on YouTube because they're 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 getting it done in a half an hour. How long does that really take? It must be Oh, I'm sure a hours. full day. It has to be. Or multiple days. Right. Like they might have separate washing rooms where today we're going to soak it. Yeah. And then and then hours later we come back and use the buffer pad thing on it. I think I could do that job because the satisfaction that comes with it. Well, at the end you're like, yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, but if you're a perfectionist, you may never feel like you're done. That's true. It's still dirty. Yeah. Yeah, so it's tough. Um a lot of more, well, a bunch of baseball and football cards came out this week. So I was watching breaks on on new products. Tops released, um, shoot, it's not Heritage. It's a different line, but what what it is? It's modern day players, and they throw some some throwbacks in, but they take three years of Tops past, and that's the design for the set. So this this set particularly was seventy eight Tops, nineteen sixty Tops. And 50, 58 maybe. So all the cards are, are styled after those old cards. They look so cool with modern day players, right? On those old designs, and they beef it up. They actually include two autographs per box. So like the one, so like something like that Marinero card behind you, and then they, but it's Baker Mayfield say, right? On an old design, they look really cool. Um, guy cracked open a is box. Is it just football or is it this just baseball? Just baseball. Just okay. baseball. So this design, um, he cracked open the box and one was an '83 Davy Johnson manager card autographed by Davy Johnson. Yeah, like that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Like a seven, they, they did a '70 Eddie Murray, which is his rookie, with a different picture. So again, cool. They did a, a '78 Honus Wagner. So it was an old school. A colorized photo on a seventy tops card looks looks mint. Yeah, um, that's about it though. And that's cool. Not a whole lot. This week I was trying to uh, get to sleep before fucking four in the morning. Yeah, because you get, you fall down the rabbit holes and yeah, and then it. It, yeah the wheels fall off the bus and you're just fucking going. <laughs> and again, Joe does stuff. Joe Guerrero, his um, latest venture. He was flipping houses. Now he opened a painting business and. He's doing commercial painting for apartment complexes. He's got eight different complexes he's working with. He's got a crew of guys and gals that he had great play by um, um, that he's been getting these people off of Craigslist. Some of them work, some of them don't. Right. So it's a trials and tribulations of the business, but to show how much money you can make in that business. Oh, do you ever watch Gary V? No. Never seen Gary V? No. Big Jets fan? Talks like this. He goes. He goes to a lot of yard sales. Hey man, that's cool. He's a little little small no, guy. I'll, ch- I'll check him out. And he goes to eBay. He's he's his his life goal is to own the Jets. Really? He moved here from the former Soviet Union. Okay. He didn't know any kids. He went out and they were playing with a green and white Nerf football in some part of New Jersey. Yeah. And they were Jets fans. And they're like, "Hey, do you play?" And he's like, "Da, da." He didn't even know that language, but he saw that ball and he wanted to play. Yeah. So he became a he became a fan because those kids were Jets fans, and he he names them. There's lifelong friends, 
And he wanted a jersey, and his money, his parents didn't have the money. Right. And his mom knitted him a Jets green sweater, green and white, hand knitted it yeah. with a number five on it. Oh, cool. And that's his most prized possession. That is so awesome. So he just knew he was smart, right? So they owned a wine store. They they eventually get up and running. And yeah. as he's a teenager, they own a wine store. So he talks about how he was running the wine store and he made him like $30 million or something. Because he would do these things. Like he said, I took whatever... He, you'd have to see the video, but he said basically he was watching. He'd stand at this door forever, and people would circle to a certain part of the store. Yeah. He said, and I knew they never touched our specials. Like, whatever reason, they came in and they went to the right or whatever it was. He said, so I took the bottles that were going to be whatever. They were on sale, and he goes, I put them right on the counter. Stuff that wouldn't sell or whatever it is. But he watched for so many days or months or years <sighs> that he just had this thing. He, he knew the, the loop. And what they would look for. So he positioned it in a way and people started buying it like crazy. So then then when online came, he made it so they would ship it. So he built this whole thing and then he just gave it to his parents. And then he does his own thing now. But it's like, you know, people are like, why did you? He goes, because that's, that's not my goal. And his, his whole mantra is, if fucking working at McDonald's for $20 an hour makes you happier than making 50 at a... As a stockbroker, go make the 20 and be happy because you only get one life. Right. You can always make money. And his thing still today, he's a he's a multimillionaire. He goes to yard sales, talks people down, and then goes on eBay and resells stuff. And that's... And he loves it. And he loves every second of it. And he gets paid to go and do all these, uh, these speeches all over the place. Gets paid big money. Wow. Yeah, I'm surprised you don't know this guy. No, Gar- Gary, Ga- Gary v. v. It's it's Van Van Chuck or something like that. I'll have to check him out. But he, Gary V. Everybody's like, you don't know Gary. V. A lot of people don't know, him, but he's he's getting there. One thing I but saw, he's a multimillionaire, so figure it out. You said V, but I saw Sawyer Motors is putting on a show at the high school. Sal, Sal the Voice Man. Yeah, I love that dude. So go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I just saw the signs yesterday leaving the high school. I watched him when he was on the Voice. Him and um, Huddy Klum did yes. Santa Baby together, and he's got his own TikTok that I follow. Gary V. Okay, but he, uh, yeah, Sal can sing his ass off. He's and he was, uh, I, I, his cousin was his uh, the pizza or, guy. No, no, his the big heavy guy. Yeah, was yeah, his yeah. Cousin. yeah, yeah. And they, he delivered pizzas, and he's uh, he said he would sing to his grandmother when he was on. What, what drew me to him. When he was on the show, as he was singing all Sinatra stuff. Oh, that's so cool. He's, it still fits him. That's the awesome. sweater that his mom made him. That is cool. Yeah, I, I love that dude. He was good. Sounds and awesome. And he came out, he was cocky and the yeah. blah, blah, blah. But then he, he lit him up. And Heidi Heidi Klum gave him the golden buzzer. Yeah, she was. I mean, he Sal can sing his ass off. And he's he's a crooner. At the time, he was a young kid. when He, he was like 20. When yeah, he, but he, he, first looked, went on. he looked a lot older. Right, he looked like he was 30-something. Yeah. yeah. So no, I, now that I saw he's that, gonna be at the I, high school, right? right. November nineteenth, I think yep. it is. Yep. Yeah, so that's a good night out. Hell yeah, Sal Valentinetti, the voice. Yeah, he was uh, doing a thing on was it TikTok or YouTube for a while, where he was um every Saturday, every Sunday night, he'd go on from five to seven, chat with his fans and take requests. Yeah, sit at the piano at his house and play the song and sing. Yeah, he's just a cool ass dude. Yeah, so 
When the moon hits the sky. Well, he did, well, and that's what got me. He did My Way. Oh, yeah. Which is probably top three songs from of mine. And uh, he killed it. Absolutely yeah. killed it. So. Yeah, man. That's awesome. You yep. got to go see him. I do have to go see him. That should be an event that you get excited for. Yeah, that's that's true. You that's know what I mean? Like something it. like that. Where do, you, where do you get the tickets? Through Sawyer Motors? Uh, I have a pizza box right out here on the counter that has the, the thing on it. So you can oh, take a look. Awesome. <laughs> Good shit. Yeah, I think we've been through the emotional ringer today, bud. Yeah, dude. Up yeah, and dude. down. We got we pulled the curtain back a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, we know? did. Absolutely. We laughed a little. We cried a little. <laughs> I cried for you. You did. You did. It's in that. I'm in that zone, bro. I don't. I don't know. I'm in that zone. So tomorrow night live on in the huddle with you in the huddle. Uh, Ruben Lindo should be here. Okay. I never say will because you never know. Yeah. Uh, Seven thirty Monday. Oh, by the time this comes out, it'll be out though. You'll be able to see it on our YouTube page, Yellow Blitz YouTube page. Cool. Um, in a huddle with G Mac, I'll have Ruben Lindo on, who was a sectional champion. Uh, he was part of the big Aniora Wars. Yeah. Um, and then went on and played in a Canadian league. He had some time in uh, training camps with some of the NFL teams. Yep. So you know that's big, and to come from here, you know. And, you know, I'd like to hear his his take on, you were there, he was there during them runs. Right. What was the, you know, we were in the locker room for a we couple of them With runs. him, yeah. Right. Yep, absolutely. But, like, what was the, what was it like when he was, you know, we were four years younger than him. What was it like when he was a freshman? Right. And Dave McLaren was the guy. Right. You know, and how did, how did that go? So, yep. you know, just, just those, that, that type of question and, and that. Uh, Hodgeba was well received, but unfortunately, it's only on Facebook because restream went down, then right. the internet went down, then the power went out, and you still managed to get it done, and still managed to get it done. So, but if that happens, these are no good. It's only on only on mobile. Can you do that where you can bring another person in right. on your video? Yeah. So I had to do it through my phone, but and it looked good. It came out and good. It, it sounded good. Yep. I just didn't have all the graphics and stuff to go with it. So. Yeah. But yeah, good show this week. I, I appreciate it. We're at like an hour 20 mark. That's awesome. Which is, it's good. Really about yeah, an hour yeah. 30 with the restart. <laughs> yeah. I, I like it better without the original yeah. first so many minutes. We did good. Yeah. All right, buddy. Take us home. All right. For GMAC, this is Winnie. This has been the Outlaw Blitz Podcast. And as always, take it deep.